One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. ES Audio. Hello, I'm John Weeks, and this is the Leader Weekend's How to Be a CEO. On Tuesday, the 25th of April this year, at the Evening Standards SME Expo, David Marsland spoke to Casio Crept Johnson, one half of the hip-hop duo Crept and Conan, and influencer Sasha Elise, who shared their story of how they co-founded the sellout brand Nala's Baby. This is a cut-down version of the original episode. To hear the full interview from the live event, Hit the link in the description. I'm joined today by Crept and Sasha Elise, the founders of Nala's Baby. It launched in June last year. Within two months, it was valued at more than £17 million. And its first product launch... You can get a round of applause for that. But it gets better. Its first product launch sold out at Boots in 10 minutes. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How fast did you sell out the O2 crap? Not, not in that long. Because <laughs> yeah. he does that too. Anyway, theirs is an extraordinary story and only they can tell it. So please welcome Crept and Sasha. Hello, everyone. Hello. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> tell me about that moment. So clearly you get this product, you put it out on the shelves, you must have been nervous. Are people going to buy it? I mean, like... When did you find out it is all sold out? The moment we started getting harassed by people saying we can't, we can't get no products. We're going, taking pictures, they're tagging us like, where's the products? It's all gone. Can we get more? We need more stock. And we're like, we didn't expect this. So we have to get the stock to Boots. Then they've got to get it to them. Yeah. So it's like a long process. And then we were just stressed out. And, but it was obviously a good... Well, yeah, I mean, was it a good moment for you or did you suddenly get hit with all of this pressure? I mean, man, what are we going to do with where's all the stock? Because obviously people are asking you about it. Does that become a nightmare? It was. It, it, it was definitely unexpected. I think when we first launched, we were definitely nervous yeah. about how everyone was going to react to it. Like We knew the hard work that we had put in to the brand, but we didn't really know how it would be perceived so it was incredible that we had that reaction. I mean, it caused quite a lot of internal um, struggles. You know, to the, to the public, it was like, we just got to keep this, you know, professional. And we got to, but we were stressed. <laughs> like, we need to get more product. Boots was, you know, placing more orders. Because they didn't even expect that. No. So, you know, they have like a, a base, like rate of sale that they expect based on, you know, other brands that have launched. So they was like, okay, this is what we're expecting you guys to do. And then I think we was doing like 10 times more than that. And they just didn't expect that. So then they, they hit them by shock as well. Yeah. They basically told us that we had the second highest most fail to clicks. Basically, fail to click means when you go on 
Boots's website and try to order a product, but it's not. You can't put it in a basket because it says it's sold out. Yeah. They said we had the second most um, fail to click throughs after the Dyson hairdryer. I think it was like which was crazy. Yeah, which was crazy. <laughs> they couldn't believe what was happening, or we couldn't believe what was happening, and yeah. the reaction, and you know, people actually going out their way to to support and buy, and buy the products. That's the bit you can't plan. You can plan everything else. But Sasha, did you have confidence in it when it launched? Were you like, yeah, this is going to hit? 1, I mean, clearly not like that, but yeah. Yeah, I, I think um, just knowing um, what we wanted for the brand, like we spent over two years developing um, our products and making sure that you know our ingredients were the cleanest, um, the most natural, taking into account Think Dirty, which is the largest product ingredient rating app out there just making sure that our entire range was a zero it was squeaky clean and there was nothing you know that could backfire so we knew that we had a good product it was just okay is our reach far enough basically for, for this to like you know really be a hit so I, I wasn't worried about the product it was just okay how are we going to reach the masses <laughs> yeah <laughs> whose idea was it then who said we should do a business out of this was it you? Was it- Sash was in the kitchen whipping up shea butter <laughs> every day. And I was like, Sash, what? what's going on? She was whipping, whipping, whipping up shea butter. Like, making, she's like, try this. And she's got some concoction in, in there. Because I have eczema as well. So oh. she, was, she would make stuff for me. And she was just... And then obviously when Sasha got pregnant, it was like... A no-brainer. Yeah. And, and, and she and she 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 she, t- she showed me about the app Think Dirty, and then she was like, oh, you, need, "You need to do our own one." Yeah. And then I was like, "Okay, then." Where Cass do, was the brains. Where do we? Where like actually making it happen? It was like, all right, <laughs> sick idea, but baby skincare. Yeah. I'm about to go on stage and perform. To <laughs> Let's go to a quick break now. Why not hit subscribe in the meantime? Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season, when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers, and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now, wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum. But what was it easy? Were there obstacles? What were the hardest things you had to face going through this? Do you know what? I think because we've done so much preparation and we, we, we took our time to do it, it was like there was less obstacles that we had to face because of all of that preparation. And I feel like that I learned that from, you know, doing other things that didn't work as well and trying other things. And all the stuff that I learned personally, 
I was able to apply it to this and say, right, you know, we need to plan this better. Like, we had a plan for, I think, two years. We had a two-year yeah, like a two-year plan, rollout plan. plan, like for every single day. So this is what we're gonna do a month prior. So we're gonna yeah. announce it this and this day. This we're gonna do this this day, and we had a plan for every day. So on this day we're gonna put this out. On this day we're gonna put that out. And that for. I'd say like two, three months we had like a every single day today plan and you know being able to do that it takes time and preparation and I think that that's that that did safeguard us a lot but then obviously there what, I, would what say a lot, the I would say a lot of our obstacles have came now like in our first year like they call it teething problems don't they like yeah. your first year of launching yeah. We've had a lot of obstacles that we've, we've, we've tried to just shift and change and move around. But I would say prior, before launching, I, I wouldn't really say we had many obstacles. Not that I can remember. Yeah, no, there wasn't. Yeah, no, there wasn't like any, because of the preparation, I'll say the yeah. obstacles weren't. But then, you know, as, as you go, in, go into business and you launch business, we speak to a lot of people and we get advice from a lot of people and then you might realise, hold on a second, after speaking to someone, you know, you can probably get better margins if you do this or you can, yeah. you know, improve something by doing this. And then it's just those kind of things that we've learnt and kind of had to, to jump over those obstacles or, or, you know, things like that. But um, I'm trying to think of, like, where there was a problem where we were just like, oh, my God, what are we going to do? Um, but... I think there'll be a lot of people in the audience with businesses going, what? No, no, no. <laughs> a lot of these people are like, oh, my goodness. Pre- no, because of the preparation. That's why I, I, yeah. I'm, I'm really, like, you know, stressing how important it is to prepare. We had the opportunity to launch the business probably a year in, I think. We had the opportunity to, but, you know, that would have been us settling with, you know, where we got the formulation to. But we was like, no. Yeah. We need to get the best. And even if that means we launch next year, then, you know, we'll launch next year. But we prepared as much as we could before we said, okay, this is when we're going to launch. Yeah. And that happens a lot because, you know, you're dying to get your business out there. So sometimes you might rush things, you might skip the process, or you might not do things to 100% satisfactory level that you're happy with. And But for us, it was, no, we need to be 100% on it every single aspect the branding we need to be happy we need to look at this bottle and we need to be like yeah this looks amazing the you know the formula amazing marketing how are we going to get people's attention what do we need what are our unique selling points okay how do we improve our unique selling points all right we're going to add this on there we're going to add augmented reality on on the bottles and make it (laughs) and we was just like we're preparing for this to just not fail that that was that was like oh so the the preparation i would say that went into it really really saved us a lot of of you know major major hurdles and and yeah so that's what i would i would say that was the leader weekends with david marsland how to be a ceo will be back on monday from 5 a.m and the leader podcast will also be back on monday from 4 p.m 